Matt Simon, you idiot, Horton. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. That was that wasn't my fault. Apologies to Matt Simon. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was your fault. No, it wasn't. Because you were laughing about it off the top, and then you planted a seed in my head, and then I <laughs> said Matt Simon. It wasn't even on the run sheet. That's the thing that, that surprised oh, me. I don't know why I said that. Apologies to Matt Tim, but I'm going to give him his dues. That was fantastic. Very articulate man, it must be said. Frush, we didn't ask him, though. What does he do outside of football? Do you know? He's in coaching, yeah. He's in coaching. He's in coaching. Well, you can, yeah. you can tell. I think he, he's part of Glenn's uh, – Glenn and Jason, I think Scott Jamison as well, all started their own coaching oh, yeah. um, thing on the side. And, yeah, from what I've seen, you know, they're, they're skins in the game when it comes to that. So Matt must be part of that group. Yeah, awesome. Well, that was great, and I would love to speak further to Matt Sim, not Simon, in the future. Let's get into Eurovision. The sting is still pending. It's on its way. Don't you worry about that. Lajaya Warsaw. You are a dickhead, <laughs> Rob Crawford. Uh, goals, a brace to Nikita Rukovica. It's funny, I'm going to speak about him and not talk about anyone else for the moment, Frush. Mm-hmm. Why is there still a stigma around him? I know he's a little bit older. And a lot of people. 32 now? Yeah. I know a lot of people have put a line through him yeah. when it comes to Socceroos calculations, but. Why is there such a stigma with him and Socceroos fans? Like, I've got a mate, Ben Efrat, a shout-out to you, great man. Uh, big Nottingham Forest fan, which is a bit random. But anyway, loves his football, loves football manager. Very vested in the Socceroos. He doesn't – well, he knew how he was playing when he was playing in Israel because uh, he's an Israeli as well, right? So he was saying to me, like, Nikita Rukovica is – all pace and no skill, basically. So is that the, the general stigma with the Socceroos? Because every time I've seen him play, he's showed a fair bit, and I've actually been quite, like, quietly impressed. I have no doubt that it's where he's playing. Really? Yeah. I, I just generally feel as though in the Australian public there's not, <laughs> I, I guess, I'm no expert on Israeli football, don't get me wrong, but I, I feel like people just don't, don't rate Israeli football. It, it's a bit like um, Milos at Red Star. It's that if you're not playing for one of it the two Liverpool. big, yeah, if you're not playing for one of the two big clubs in those leagues, you kind of get lost in mm. the mix. Mm. And you now we've seen it with Fran Karadzic. You know, he's the captain of his club in Croatia, and he is, yeah. he he's not been anywhere near the soccer squad since the World Cup. So, so on that basis, if someone was playing in League One and they weren't playing at PSG, then they're no good. Uh, no, the, the French league still has some element of quality to it. <laughs> no, it's pretty. Good. The fact is, we don't have players playing. It's in just France. not competitive. That's all. Um, no, it's not competitive. It never used to be like top. that. When, when Milo Sturjowski and Robbie Slater played Correct. in France, it was one of the most uh, deep leagues. You had anywhere from eight or nine clubs that would win it, and quite often exactly. it, would, it would be like that every season. But no, you're right. The same, and that was the same with um, the Bundesliga as well. At one point, look, it's it's oil. Oil money is ruining European football. Let's face it. And the sooner we get, the closer we get to this I, this concept of that European league, or that the big G twenty clubs want to want to form, that that's going to kill European football. That's going to happen. Yeah, no doubt. And this segment, we won't. We just won't have Aussies playing in Europe. <laughs> no, we won't. That uh, the the weird thing about that, people talk about culturally trying to keep it within their countries, of course, because people love that. But I just think money talks. I think it's actually going to happen. Now, do I like that it's going to happen? Probably not. Will I adapt to it? Yeah, I guess so. Will Arsenal get will, will Arsenal get into that competition, do you reckon? Probably. <laughs> and we'll get relegated from it. I don't know. What do you think about that concept, though? Just on that. It's bizarre. Like, 
uh, there's there's a part of it that I don't mind the idea of, but w- my issue falls on. All right, let's say you got this league against the twenty best teams in Europe, and they play in a, a, a you know like a traditional domestic league. How how do teams come in and out of it? Mm. So the bottom three teams, what if they're all from England? Are you going to replace them with three the, the next three English it's, clubs? Like it's just like the A League, the second division. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it's. Oh my god! Promotion relegation. <laughs> yeah how 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 would that work? Is there promotion relegation? No, or is it just the same twenty clubs. What is promotion relegation? Yeah. Uh, let's let's go back to Eurovision. <laughs> Lyndon Dykes got a goal. Uh, Awa Mabil got a goal, and uh, Joe Coletti scored a goal as well for us. He did. That's good for him. Spaghetti mm. Coletti. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very good. An assist for James. Holland and uh, full games for Aziz Bayic. Good to see him playing again. Mustafa Amini, Zach Duncan. Who's Zach? Uh, Nikita Rukovica. <laughs> Jeez, you, you really haven't watched a lot of A-League recently, have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, Lyndon Dykes, James Holland, Harry Suter, Ryan Edwards, Matty Ryan, Adam Federici, Fran Karacic, Joe Coletti, and Mark Milligan, who got an own goal. So, oh, well, we, can, we can chuck him in the goals category. That was a crazy game. They lost 4-3, I think. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Shit. They uh, choked. They, cho- they literally choked. They were 3-1 up. Apologies to uh, Zach Duncan, but we've been pretty busy, Big Beef. We've been working on a, a missing persons podcast. Bit of a shout out to that. If you want to learn more about that, then uh, just search The Missing on uh, social media. Joel's been doing mm-hmm. some great work. Nice little segue there. Um, who do we want to focus on there? Harry Frisch? Suter. I feel like we should focus on Zach Duncan because you don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Zach. <laughs> sorry, mate. Oh, gosh. No, so um, obviously A-League fans would, would know probably at least a bit about him. Um, spent a bit of time at Brisbane Raw. Got a few games towards the end of last season. Oh, yeah, I know wasn't, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, uh, wasn't retained. I think he then went and signed for Marconi Stallions for a very, very brief period. Um, and then went overseas and, and trialled with a few clubs. And he got, got himself a deal with uh, AGF Aarhus, which is, of course, the home of Mustafa Amini and Alex Gersbach as well. So they've got three Australians um, on their books. And he's had a pretty good run of it. Uh, he debuted a few weeks ago. And I think since that debut, he's played in uh, every game. I think this was his full debut. Um, but he's had, I think, two or three appearances off the bench so far. This is the first start that he's had. Lovely. And they, they won that game 3-0 as well, so good on him. Very good. Fresh, comprehensive. I'd be lost without you. Uh, subbed off, Brandon Borello in the 86th minute, Jack Iredale in the 80th, Tom Beedling in the 78th, Jackson Irvine in the 88th, so he pretty much got a full game. Did they win, Hull? Fresh? Uh, no, they lost. Ah, bugger it. Yep. Anthony Callick in the 56th minute and Awan Mobile in the 78th. Subbed on John Iredale in the 67th and Christian Theo Harris in the 87th. Christian Theo Harris. What do we know about him at the moment, Fresh? He's, is, he, is he doing much? Sitting in the fourth tier in Germany? No, I th- well, was it the third yeah, tier? Uh, yeah, something. No, yeah, fourth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach's reserves. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're playing in the fourth level. Um and uh, yeah, he's he's sort of just floating around on the bench. I think from from what I can see, it's pretty difficult on a regular basis to source stats and whatever from their games. Well, but, um, worldfootball.net. That's <laughs> that's go. the one I'll I go to for the on. German fourth tier. Um, is that the other one you've built? No, no, that's uh, but it is uh, a useful resource in building a lot of my overseas player stats from Aussies playing abroad. But speaking of the German fourth tier, so um, just a shout out to the FFA. Um, Brandon Barella was not on uh, the reserves. 
uh, last year. He was actually injured for most of last year. So um, just just shout out. You know, yes, he made his debut last week. We didn't really talk about Brandon, but um, that wasn't a shout out. That was get your facts right. Yeah, get your facts right. Because um, they said, oh, he no, was, it wasn't a shout out. He was it was a shout at. He was in the reserves last year. He was like, mm, yeah, he played about six games in the reserves because he was Good coming back from Dang. an ACL. Um, but great to see Brandon. He was signed by the club well, almost 15 months ago now, mm. but they, he's firmly in their first team plans. Um, so he's he's now playing in the Bundesliga and we've got to really keep an eye on him from a Socceroos perspective because he was in the squad. I think he played against Korea uh, in that last game. He, he, for mine, is one of the certainties for the squad. It's now just a case of mm. whether he kind of battles against Chris Economides for that sort of wing forward role and... You know, we don't see Brandon Barella week in, week out. You might get the odd game of Freiburg in, um, on being sports, but for the most part, yeah, it's not until we actually watch him in camp and see him playing for the Socceroos as to, you know, to see his development curve and how far he's come. I think he's an exciting player. Always have, actually. I think uh, I'd be very surprised if we didn't see Brandon Barella in green and gold in the next couple of years. Uh, subbed on, no, I've done that, unused. Uh, Matt Leckie, Oli Bazanich, Alex Gershback, uh, Mass Luongo and Aaron Moy and Daniel Lazani. Uh, big beef, get excited. He's getting closer to returning to action for Celtic. He's, Woo. Been, he's been given the all clear to resume full training. Jeez, that's good news, isn't it? I love that. Yeah, he's my boy. I want to see him back. He's your boy? Yeah. I think he's everyone's boy. So does that mean he'll sit on the bench with Tom Rogic? Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably to start with, I would have thought. Maybe. Aramoy not getting minutes pisses me off a lot. Oh, I'm not too worried about that. The one that he'll, he'll work his way the in. The one that really pisses me off, and we don't know, and I asked Farish before we jumped on air, but Matt Leckie, they get a result against Bayern Munich, like last week or the other week, anyway, and uh, he plays... The full 90. The full 90. Yeah. And then he's unused. Yeah, interesting. What's going on? He's yeah. tired. Well, uh... <laughs> He's not tired. Funnily enough, uh, funnily enough, he's been partying in, Ber- in Berlin too much. You're not tired, Lex. Come on. Funnily enough, Hertha are actually uh, lost the Berg on. at home three 0 against Wolf <laughs> against Wolfsburg. So, uh, yeah, maybe you should play Matt Leckie, and you might not lose. True. Uh, the not so good news is for Bailey Wright, though, who could be out for two months or more, according to Johnny Davidson. Can't catch a break at the moment. No pun intended. He's had a rotten run. Oh, he's had a terrible run. And he got himself back into the reckoning as well. So, very disappointing. Let's head over to Asia. Uh, Full game for Mitch Langerak. Subbed off was Craig Goodwin, the 65th, and Adam Taggart in the 86th minute. Disappointing. And I said it in the intro. Tags, you didn't hit the back of the net. Um, Maybe, after all, he's not as good as we thought he was. We should drop him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's had a great run I think um, you probably expected him Not to score in a game soon enough Anyway Ange Postacoglu and Yokohama They're back on the winners list uh, They beat Nagoya Grampus 5-1 And in doing so Of course Mitch Langerak in goal for Nagoya Grampus Disappointing for him That would have been a funny little uh, conversation I th- You'd have to think Had between those two at the end of the game 5-1's a big win They are so erratic It is <laughs> berserk I would love to speak to Ange. Ange, if you're listening, Scotty McIntyre, can you hit him up again, please? Yeah, <laughs> he did. Just, 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 quietly, um, <laughs> just quietly, Ange left me on scene. So, um, <laughs> oh. yeah, really feeling the heartbreak. Ange, come on. We've spoken to you before. We made a cake for him, remember? Did, we did? <laughs> yeah, we made a cake when we were in Brunswick. That was pre-May. 
No. <laughs> oh, it was pre you. I don't know. Was it? Oh, it was probably pre you. So we spoke to Ange. Fantastic interview with uh, Mark Van Aken from back in the day. He was great, very generous with his time, a 20, 25-minute interview. And we said to him at the end that we'd made a cake for him because we're on, uh, we're on Sydney Road in Brunswick, beautiful area, and we'd made him a beautiful cake and he said send it over and now he's ditching uh, Farouche's request, so I'm not very happy. Did you, did you send the cake? No, we didn't send that's the cake. That's probably why. That's the problem. So, if, Ange, if you're listening, we can get that over to you. Um, if that sweetens the deal, hey. <laughs> Uh, MLS Brad Smith <laughs> That was the shittest joke uh, MLS Brad Smith <laughs> Came off the bench Or was Seattle's. came off the bench My bad Yeah that's okay <laughs> Joel He came off the bench We'll go again for the third time For the Seattle Sounders In the 66th minute Of their 2-1 win Over Portland Timbers And at the end of last week Matt Yerman announced He has become a free agent And uh, I think he's linked With the move to The Wanderers first Because mm-hmm. I just read The run sheet And acted like I'd heard about it so there you go. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Cool. Jeez, I did well there. Good stuff. Can someone take care of the Matildas? And that's not me being disrespectful. I love them. But I'm running out of breath and I'm getting a bit loopy here. So I might just leave that. Big B, do you want to go through it? No, I've actually t- – I don't have the run sheet up because my computer's at about 3% and I'm just trying to – Save, get us through. Save power so we get to the end of the oh, show. Shit. So let, someone, let, someone, someone take over for this Let's do dies. a rapid. Tony, do a rapid. <laughs> okay, full games for Steph Catley, Sam Kerr, Tamika Yarp and Ivy Lewick. Uh, subbed off were Ellie Carpenter in the <laughs> 73rd minute and Hayley Razzo in the 85th minute. Good on you, Ribbons. Uh, subbed on Amy Harrison in the 87th and unused Caitlin Ford and Mackenzie Arnold. And another, another Matilda's moved to Europe. Uh, it's a big move too. Uh, Emily Gilnick has... Has departed Melbourne victory and joined. Hang on, Monchan by Munich. Monchan. Wow. How uh, go- how good is it that Europe and Europe? What took you so long to finally cotton on to the power of women's football? It's bloody brilliant. Some of these girls are going to play for some of the biggest clubs in the world, and that's where they need to be because I think there's going to be a lot of still a lot of soul searching from their failed World Cup. Exploits, So I like it. I think it's fantastic. It's really, really bloody good. And the more girls that get over there, as you said last week, Tony, the mm-hmm. better. Definitely. Now, it's great to see Emily as well getting her, I guess, her chance. She, she has played overseas for a couple of uh, clubs, but, you know, this is a big signing for them. Munchen, yeah. big, big beef. What's going on over there? You look flat. Oh, I'm just <laughs> on the same level as my computer. Two percent. He's surviving. <laughs> Hold, holding on. How are we looking? Uh, we better wrap it up soon. Okay. So for anyone listening that hasn't watched The Last Breath on Netflix, make sure you watch it. I was raving about it this morning, boys. Tony? The Last Breath. Just la- I think it's <gasps> Last Breath on Netflix. Watch it tonight. Okay. Please. Watch it tonight, everyone. Are we home late? So probably not. Uh, watch it. Just just do what you need to do. All right, watch I'll it. come in at 11 tomorrow and watch it <laughs> No. No, no more of that. No more of that. We've got to, mate, we've got to work on the Mafia podcast. Yeah. Yeah, the Mafia podcast. Very good fun. Fresh, I've, I've had enough. I need to go. Yeah, so have I. <laughs> <laughs> Warsaw. Let's get out of here. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, we'll be back Thursday. Uh, that was your football fix, DFS, Tony. Thank you very much. Good work, by the way. Thank you. Just for everyone again, give it a shout out. Uh, just follow D Almanac on Twitter and check out the pinned tweet, Vic Football. Beautiful work. Let's go.